hell's wrong with you? I miss my wrestling. Who's your wrestling? Yes, I, I need my wrestling. All right, man, calm down. It's all good. You know why? Because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix. Follow us on Facebook at Ten Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter at the Inzigiri. And catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. And I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweetie referee, Dave Keener. Hey, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man? nothing much, man. How are you? How I'm was your week? Great. My great. Well, Thank God it stopped snowing. Oh yeah, it started raining. Yeah. Yeah. I can deal with rain. Uh, yeah, you told me to build an ark earlier today, yeah, no. and I didn't. But get I mean, it done. You, you got one hairy beast in here, so but that's okay. Hi, George. Oh, hi, George. Um, so you're gonna say hi, George? Hey, hey, hey. Okay, there you go. That's a good thing. Uh, he is so, the boot, and at some point today, we're gonna ask you to, to give a trivia to him to try to stomp the boot. Stomp the boot. Stomp the boot. <laughs> we need to stomp the boot and see if he gets it wrong. And he, and he if he gets it right, before. he gets a five cent um, candy from one of the Ooh. stores. So who do we got on today? So we got a guy. Uh, what we know it's a guy. It's a guy. Come on, we know it's, it's a guy. guy. Can you can you do it right? I can do it right. Okay. So this person. The, the, what, we know it's a person. <laughs> sure, it's a person. A CDW original. Okay. 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 Yeah. But there we go. Um, a professional wrestler who's been around for a better part of twenty some odd years. Twenty some. Oh, made yeah. he was trained in ninety seven. Made his debut back. Then, oh, um, nice. you call him Nicky Benz. Oh, nice. But I call him Nick Burke. Oh, can I call him Nick Burke? You can call him Nick Burke too, and you can welcome him to our show as well. Oh, oh. hello, <laughs> Nick Burke. How can I help you today? Hello, I would like to have um, <laughs> three burgers and fries. That's three how you burgers can help. and fries. I got sure, you. I'm that. trying to match you. I, I'd like to match your energy, and I don't know if I can. <laughs> My God, I know. On a like, Sunday night, and on a rainy Sunday night, yeah. you got that much energy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're always told that, that we're, we're we're always told that we're like Waldorf and Statler when we do our stuff. Yeah. So I'm the fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being the old men in the uh, balcony. Yeah. Nothing no, wrong with that. No. I would like to have a balcony right. at every show. Yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that when uh, it, was, it was recently. I think that they, oh, that's what it was. They um, When they talk about Disney, they put like a sensor in front of the, um, the Muppets now yes. uh, on, on Disney Plus. Because and I was, I, I just thought that it was funny. And then, and then I thought, wouldn't it be great if there was like a wrestling show edited and then you constantly had the old man on the balcony giving their own feedback not they weren't the commentary but you know during the, the middle of matches they would constantly just add something in I thought that that would just be hilarious and I think uh, we, we I think if somebody about, does that we, we get it you were we, thinking about that thing? yeah we, we were thinking about that we get H2O and we go to other shows um, so ring announcer Ryan Peterson is a friend of ours and <laughs> we went to a show Ryan Peterson was ring announcing and we're like hi Ryan Peterson and he broke in the middle of the match. So to get the story right, come on, get it right. Okay, you want me so, to left? so I said no, no left. It's always right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, how did the story go? I saw Ryan walking out. I was like, where's Dave Adams at? And um, he goes, he's not here. I'm like, okay, Ryan Peterson here. And it was like the rib all through the whole show. And, and we were making fun of all the um, wrestlers. Oh, wait, what, oh, what's wait, going on? Did you say something? Yeah, go ahead, George. He just looked at him and was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say He's like, George is like, I'm going to stay PG. But that's how that's we that. do it. Um, Tommy and the Moose, um, somebody stole his water. And he's like, where's my water? And I'm like, where's your water? And I started chanting odd things. And I hate the original chants, too. I hate when people go, both, both these guys. guys. I hate that. What, what are we doing? Are we going to give trophies to every single wrestler out there when they lose? No. But that's my opinion. And question one. Oh, yeah. we're going to start with questions. Yeah. So what's your thing, um, opinion about um, these chants? <laughs> Because they get on my nerves. About the chance, yeah. uh, they were a lot better back back when I was 14 years old and going to ECW. Um, those chants back in 1993, 94, 1990. Well, I don't know if I went 92. I think it was 93, 94, 95. Yeah. Is when I went. Um, those chants were a lot better. Um, everybody, apparently, everybody, um, everybody still got it. You know. Yeah. Um, everybody, uh, everybody, everybody's awesome. You know. Um, <laughs> or, you know. Um, well,
else? What, what else are, are, are the chance that the Oilers do? Um, uh, wait, hold on a minute. Um, sweep it up, ass. Everybody deserves it. Everybody, everybody deserves it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I tried doing when that first started to be like a respect chant. Um, I think I was dwindling down. I'm talking like a few years ago. I was dwindling down, and I tried so hard to get the people to chant, "You deserve it." When like I lost, I wanted that to be my chant. And <laughs> then like 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 a year or two later, then people like started doing it for like uh, other people just in, in in like a you know when somebody gets beat up you know oh yeah you deserve it like they already started doing it but i wanted it like i just couldn't i couldn't get the promoters to get for the bookers to, to get the fan to start that chant for me like yeah, it, it was the, the most peculiar like, like I, I couldn't understand how they couldn't get it like nobody could understand what i was trying to do but it, it's hilarious it when like you're the butt of whatever joke and, and you're losing and on the losing end and then they chant you deserve it like that's, See, that's you should have hired us. We could get anything over. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did not ever hire my my fans. Although they're now, I'm seeing everybody does that now, and everybody's <laughs> apparently this is like old hat. Like I didn't realize this back in back in the, the, the day, people were like getting like these fans to come in. They were practically paying them to come in. I don't know if they were paying them, but you know, like wrestlers were having their specific fans come in and just be part of the show for that. And I didn't realize this until, you know, kind of kind of recently. Um, I, 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 the things you learn when, when you step away because I, I, you know, because of the pandemic, I'm, I'm not really doing anything. Yeah. So, like, I, I stepped away from, like, watching stuff and then I'd see things and then I had to ask people and then, and, like, I guess, I guess I never really had many conversations about the business while I was in the business. <laughs> I guess it was all, like, assumed that I knew. And then now it's like, I'm seeing this. Like, I'm hearing this stuff that these people bring fans with them and, and stuff I, like I should have done that like I was I would have had so much of a different career if I could have brought my own audience to boo me the way I needed them to boo me you know what I mean I, got, I wish somebody would have recruited me in but, see my whole thing oh well. is I always give um, Dave, Dave doesn't know this I offered Dave services for them to push him punch him do whatever <laughs> I, I and, told him I would do it I was like I go to the H2O shows and I walk up to my friends that are working I'm like dude mess with me get it over with the crowd Hit me. Do whatever you want. Go ahead. Have fun with it. Yeah, nobody knows him. Everybody knows Mike. Right. Mike is the better keener. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Do what I have to deal with every week. I rip him all the time. He can tell you right now. Uh, God. This is the only thing I do. I rip him all day. <sighs> so here, here's Damn. the rib that he did me the one time. Calls me up 8 o'clock in the morning. No, it's it was, like, was, was seven. Seven-ish. Yeah. He's like, yo, you ready? Come on, let's go. I'm like, fuck. Like, no. I'm still in bed. Like, if you're really here, honk your horn. Honk, honk. Shit. My girlfriend goes, what? I'm like, he's really downstairs. I'm like, god damn. And then recently I came with donuts and I walked in the house. I'm like, I'm here. And then, like, Kathy was pissed off. She's like, man, I was getting ready to have some. <laughs> Not now. Yeah, the, the sex part. Look what you ruined. I know. See? You dumb mother. <laughs> anyway, moving But they on. all love me. It's okay. I'm I'm a lovable person. Uh, so let's let's start let's start off the show. Let's um let's put it together. I you already did that. Let's, we we gave the chant question, but okay. I, I just wanted to prank <laughs> to mess with you. And um, Saturday, April twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, coming to you live from the H two O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. Stan Styles proudly presents to you intergender bonanza eight tickets are on sale now they are only thirty dollars doors will open at 7 30 p.m and bell time is eight danny gray will 101 with preacher phineas james happy hour and frankie picard will take on the tag team of chris bradley and the full-time boss christian ross adina Steele will take on chad and the igb champion mark angel will take on the former champion braylin this and much, much more April 24th, live from the H2O Center, Intergender Bonanza 8. So let's let's talk about your origin story. Training uh, origin story? Yeah, like, like how you got uh, into wrestling. Who trained you? Who, um, I'm going to okay. make, we're, um, we're going to well, do backstories, yeah. yeah. All right, well, geez, um, I, I trained at, at the Hawkins Wrestling Gym. That was in, um, Huntington and Aramingo in, uh, what's that, Fishtown? Is that what, I think Port what the area is? Fishtown, that area, yeah. Port Richmond? 
Okay. My God, that changed. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah. Um, Never go to the bathroom. You're working out, and, and they're, what? Never uh, well, go to the bathroom that Not towards trip. the end. Not towards the end. I remember, right. like, um, oh. like the last, like, year or so, the, the bathroom was, was not working. Oh. But, or, like, you know, the, the first three years of me training there, three or four years training there, it, it was. And I remember um, when I first started training, actually, the way I got there was I met Trent Acid and um, a couple of his buddies, uh, Billy Real, and um, a couple other people, and, and we went, we we started training me and, me and my friends that <clears throat> from ECW we were fans and we sat we happened to sit right next to uh, Trent and Billy and um, a guy named Joe Costa and Frank um, so we, we, we met them and then uh, before that though uh, there, we, we, we tried to find places to train we had no clue where to even start and so in Nor- and we lived in Northeast Philly um, different area like further further north um, than, than the Fishtown area but um we lived uh, as, as, I, as I came to find just not too long ago, maybe about five six years ago. And talking to Stevie Richards, he said uh, that there was a gym uh, five minutes away from my house where, that they all trained at, at, at. And when I was like you know fourteen or fifteen years old, looking for a place to, to learn, they would have taken me in and, and, and let me train there. And I had no clue that it even existed. And I was so mad. It was like a, a it was that where like I lived at Cotman and Cancer. If you know anything about Philly, I lived at Cotman and Cancer. This was at Tyson and Torsdale. Um, it's only about a five-minute bus ride top um, to get there. And I was so mad when I found out about this because I had to go. In order to go to Fishtown, it's because of traffic. It took a good half hour to 45 minutes of the traffic. Um, but anyway, that's where, that's where I was. Yeah, that's, so that's where, I, uh, that's where I started to train. That's how I got there. Now, the first maybe week or two that I started coming around, um, I was a young kid. So my respect level was very low, like meaning I had zero respect for people. I had to learn that. And your brother decided, just decided to put me in my place one time. And, within that first two weeks but after that me and him very cool but um, it was just uh, I jumped in the ring when I shouldn't have um, I think him and maybe Maverick were having a match or something I jumped in just to, to be the referee and man did he he gave me a verbal beatdown and like and, and the only reason why he didn't beat like hit me probably well I, I don't think Mike said that to do but I could see he wanted to but I was very young and I think that's why I think that's <laughs> 14 or 15 and uh but after that i mean it was um it, it was a pleasure to train there and you could either train with the people from hawkins or you could train with people like uh reckless use don montoya mike keener maverick and that's who i chose to train with um i didn't want to train i, I like as soon as i saw those other people i didn't want to train with them um nothing against them but it was just i didn't think that they trained right um, I, I, I just what they were doing just didn't seem right. It seemed it, it just it just didn't seem right. And 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 looking back, I'm glad. I'm glad that I, I I went and learned from people who I learned from. And it's not like we we didn't go and pay a person to train us. We paid dues to the uh, to the gym and whoever was training, whoever was there to train caught you. Um, you went over a few bumps in the middle. I mean, in the beginning, and then we just ran corners and we had it was it was two or three hours worth of just in there and wrestling. And if you'd run a spot and it didn't make sense. Somebody will pull you aside and say, why'd you do that? This happened. Why did you go and do that? Tell the story this way. Be more careful with that. Understand that this is going to happen. It was a different way of training. Now you got to train drill for hours. And then maybe you'll have 20 minutes of, of tagging in and out. Well, we did it the other way. It was 20 minutes or so of just making sure you got your bumps right. Get your cardio up. And then we're, 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 we're wrestling for two, three hours at a time. And that was uh, that was my training. That's the way that gym was. Oh, yeah. How hard was the match? Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, Man, I, from what I understand, it was actually a boxing ring underneath with a lot of, um, a lot of like, it, it just didn't have gear. Yeah. It was, it, it was a stiff ring without gear, but at the same time, it was, it was good because you re- you could wrestle anywhere and you'd be fine. And that's that, that was the, the cool thing. Um, the, the good thing was that you know the people there, they were they were um, very handy people. The Hawkins brothers, they were. It, it was it was actually a, a garage where they fixed cars too. So a car would be running and you're breathing in the fumes. Oh yeah, and you're wrestling <laughs> but it is what it is um and then uh, but they they would fix it they, the ring if it broke it wasn't broke for long maybe in, maybe a half hour to an hour they brought out the, the blowtorch and they soldered whatever and did, did whatever and they were right back in there um yeah, it, was, it was it was definitely a stiff but this is solid but it had a thick mat so it was hard to hard to explain but it, like you felt that bump it wasn't like bumping on concrete it definitely wasn't that it was like padded concrete i guess is the best way to say it 
And it, it, it had a little bit of good. If you were a big guy, it was uh, guy Kareem used to come down. He's a big dude. He, he wrestled a couple times in East Studio. And um, he was a big guy. Him and Don Lee, they could they can make that ring, the, the bump, you know, the spring, I guess the, the spring lid on the bottom. Um, they can make it move, but none of us could because it was tough. It was a tough. Yeah, I remember that ring. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went down there. It amazes me that none of us walked away with like ringworm and stuff because oh, I, I don't think that they cleaned it at all. No. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember? Remember the um, Liberty Gym in uh, Darby, USA Fitness? No, I, no I've, I've never been there. No, no I was never there. Nope. Were you ever but in Liberty? That's where, that's where I met. That's where I met Nate. At, uh, well, Liberty also wrestling. That's where I met Nate. I think that was when he was called Otter. Otter. Yep. Yeah. That was, it was uh, it was weird. He, he and I like we were both there. I don't know why Trent and Johnny or Trent and Billy, one of them. I think it was Trent and Johnny. I don't know why they weren't with me. Or maybe it was Trent and Billy at the time. I don't know why they weren't with me. It was just me. I worked the show. So did he. We met. We we're outside. We we're just talking. And then we we're just talking about like how we had shows that night. And it turned out to be the same exact show. So I, so we, I think we wrote together. Hmm. And then we were friends ever since. And he was Otter. And then I, I didn't see him for like a, probably a good, you know, three, four months. And then CCW. And, and then the rest was history. He was, he was with, um, who, 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 who turned him into into Nate Hatred? Um, who was that Hatred that? Can't remember. It was uh the other. It was he was he was another. He was a Dover guy. He worked for um for Kettner. He had face paint and and and, his, and like I, uh, I love the guy. Glenn 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, when the face that's paint. Made him. I got it. Yay. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's who that's who turned him into into Nate Hatred. He was, and they started to be tag team partners. Oh, um, Glenn's a good guy. And then yeah, very good guy. But yeah, so I was never at the at the LAW gym. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I was. Uh, have you ever been in the yeah. Chris Sutton ring? Chris Sutton ring? ACPW. I'm sure I have. ACPW? ACPW? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was... I was... I'm sure I was in, in his ring. I don't know if I was. I don't remember it. I don't. <laughs> it's hard for me to remember whose ring was whose. You know. Oh. Dave, Dave told me he wanted to hear this story. Um, which one? Okay. Um, it's the on the road with Raven. The on the road with Raven documentary. Yes. He wants I to forget know. everything about that. So you have to bring up some stuff. I forget a lot of things. That was probably the first time I was I I, I was working him. Um, I mean I've met him, but he would never remember it. But um, I mean obviously it was on the road with, with Raven. He just happened to show up to the building where I was working. And I think that was in Maryland. Um, think about Raven. Um, his old roommate um, owned a store. It was a furniture reconditioning shop right down the street from my house, uh, which happened to be right across the street from my cousin's house. And so um, and my cousin owned a shoe store right next to it. Well, my cousin's dad owned a shoe store. Right next to it. That's how we all found out about like, you know, Raven living with this guy named Tommy. So as soon as Raven got there, I, 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 I had to figure out a way you know, to get him to like me right away. Yeah. And so I brought that up to him saying, hey, you know, um, I remember your, old, you know, I, I know your old roommate Tommy, and he's oh, fat Tommy. He's well, you know, he's no, he's like, uh, well, there's, there's two Tommys. So that he's he's fat ass Tommy. He has fat Tommy. That's Dreamer. Dreamer's fat Tommy. He has fat ass uh, Tommy. That, that was my roommate. That's how we got. That, that's how we told the difference between the two. And uh, and since then, like he and I, we, we, we were buddies. Um, I haven't talked to him in, in years. I think the last time I talked to him probably was somewhere around like you know maybe five six years ago. I just I don't even know if his number's still the same, but. Um, what do you want to know about the on the road? Because I, I don't really remember exactly what's in the documentary part, but I can tell you if, if you jog my memory about something. I can... About it, but I wanted oh. to hear it because he's like, oh, it's a documentary. So what did you... Well, I do remember. So I remember, like... Like the stuff with Tommy, like I mean, with with, uh, with with Raven, it was just um, like I wanted to do a bunch of different stuff. I wanted to kind of make fun of him and, and and Dreamer too. I wanted to do that, like some a bunch of stuff he just put the kibosh on. Because when you when 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 you're young and you have and, and like you know, you have somebody that you used to, to watch. I mean, I watched him as Johnny Polo and, and um, Scotty the Body, and you know, then of course as, as Raven. So I had all the stuff I wanted to kind of do. He kept on saying no, <laughs> and I don't know if any of that's in the in the documentary thing. But he kept on saying no. He said no to everything. So then we were just like, we just called a couple of spots, and I remember then I'm I'm sitting there eating for certain things, and he's saying no, not now. And then we go into something different. We go into something I'm like now can we do blah blah and he's nah we're not doing that today and like just different stuff I want to do and he just <laughs> it was it was funny like because I knew what he like it wasn't a bad match and it wasn't it's not like I didn't have a good time it's not like I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do but like I knew what he was doing and 
he was just having fun with it by by calling things off just to be funny, and it didn't really matter if we did it. But you know, then and then, but the, the funny, the cool thing is, like there was one spot that I definitely did. It was a teeter totter spot where you're caught in the ropes and uh, or you're 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 sitting on the second rope. Half half your body's on the outside and your feet are on the inside, you get hit, and then he brings you down, and you know, your feet go up, and then he brings you back down with your feet, and then punches you again, and then your feet go back up, and he, punch, and he, and he brings you back down, and as you swing up, he punches you. You do that, like, you know, five, six times or so, and, you know, that's funny. And he was 100% right. It was, I, I, I was feeding for that at the wrong time, but we could have we could have done that and then, you know, had me slide out, but it, it just, yeah, it was what it was. But, yeah, I ran into but, uh, Raven. Well, I ran into Raven at um, House of Hardcore, and um, he was signing autographs. I'm like, dude, I need to get Raven in my collection. Those dude, Raven's awesome. I met him at Monster Mania. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till those conventions and all come back. They're doing yeah. some out in like the Midwest and stuff. I've seen out in California. They're doing them, but yeah. I can't wait till conventions come back. Really? I mean, and and what sucks is I, I I wasn't I wasn't a name a, a, a name enough to be able to last and and be to be able to to do signings until you know like at the time that that these types of things started to pop up. They didn't really get hot and heavy until probably around 2012-ish or so. I would say that a lot of these things are getting hot and heavy for, for indie guys to do. So I, I, I missed it, you know. If, if I was able to do these conventions, if they were doing them back in 2004 and five, I would have made some good money. <laughs> but, you know, I lost my notoriety by, you know, after 2010, I just slowed down and, 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 and you know, and all that. But but what did you want to, so, so what, was there any specific thing that you needed to, to hear about the, uh, the Raven? Was there something that popped out to you? No, I just wanted to hear about it. That's all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was just, it was a good experience. It was a pretty cool. I think Peaches was, was with him at the time. Uh, she came back um, to work with him. So, you know, I got to hear, I I got to, like, his mind is so great. So I got to hear him, you know, like, tell me some stuff. And then there's there's other stuff. I don't know, you know, if, if it was that night or one of the other nights, you know, that I've, I've worked him, you know, a handful of times and then got to travel with him, too. So, like, I learned so much from him. Um, you know, just on, on the road with, I mean, uh, on the road, uh, just working stuff with, with, with Raven. Um, he's been around so long, done so much, and just, yeah. he's so entertaining, but moody at times, you know, with things. Yeah, he was, ah, like, nah, yeah. you know, just get, you know, he does that, you know, whatever. Yeah, we were we were supposed to do the um, last icons back in April before COVID thing hit, and we did the one before yeah. that, and just really cool to like hang out with these. Like, guys, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember you. Like, I ran into O-Dog at the last one. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, me? We got a table <laughs> just right. to sell things on. And that's all. And we had, like, a bunch of indie guys just to sit there at the table and sign autographs. They didn't ask for anything just to yeah. support us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because getting into business at, I mean, start training at 14 and then getting into business, they like, start wrestling at 17 or technically I was 16 when I started wrestling. Um, like, getting, you know, start wrestling at, at such a young age. Nobody's had ill feelings when they first meet you when they're that young and then they got to know who I was and got to know my personality and my personality rubs you the wrong way I know that for a fact I was I was not a nice kid you know to other kids um, just because of my sarcasm and, and, and the, the way that my mind works um, and, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that I got in so early because if I was an adult and acting the way I was acting I would have gotten I would have gotten kicked out of that business so yeah. quick you know not walked back at all so I, yeah. I yeah. something popped into my head that was a memory um, yeah do you remember Memory. doing the Maverick shows for um, Liberty when we did them at that school in Swarthmore? Yeah. Yep. Do you yep. remember the Invisible Man match? I do. Yeah. Funny story about that. Funny story about that. If you watch the tape, actually it's on YouTube. Yeah, it is. If you go and watch it, if you go and watch it, they, uh, in the very beginning when I call somebody out, I say, somebody, somebody come on out here. And then I'm pointing to the Invisible Man. I'm like, hey, you. As soon as I say you, one of the kids from the school, and it was a special needs school. Right. One of the kids from the school came walking out of the doorway. So it looked like I was fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh. it, it is so funny knowing, like, and I, re I remember, like, when I watch it, I remember how I felt when that happened, and I couldn't stop because I was already in the middle of it, but I was thinking, like, why didn't anybody just keep people from, from coming through that door for just another 20 seconds? Right. You know, I thought I needed And so we did that, and then if you watch it, too, I purposely, like, when I was going to do this, it was, the, the reason why is because I, I was there, and they didn't have 
have anybody for me to wrestle, and Johnny thought it'd be funny. So, and I, I laughed. Of course, of course, um, we talk about, and that's Johnny Cashmere. Uh, of course, we talk about how I have to, I have to mess up spots, so I, 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 I blow spots. Um, just, you know, it, it was, it was pretty funny just how, how like we had to do it, and it, it was just, I was the first person to do it, I, from what I understand. I was the yes. first person to do it on tape, even though Joey Janela claims that you know he's got a famous one, but of course when the internet wasn't allowed back then, you know we're talking ninety seven, ninety eight. About that, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's the internet wasn't showing videos until good lord, like two thousand four, two thousand five. Our videos funny, started popping up on the internet. All the even later. Is, I I work for that school and I've been there for almost twenty uh, yeah. years. So that's, oh wow. Yeah. So they <laughs> still some... talk about like bring back the wrestling shows, bring back the wrestling yeah. shows we have there, bring them back. I can remember that yeah. match, and I can remember you in the arm bar with the Invisible Man and selling it. <laughs> like there was somebody actually was holding so, your arm. It was so much fun. Oh, it was great. So I loved much those fun. shows. Yeah. And that was, a, I mean, the reason why I could do that was because I used to have matches with myself in, in the ring. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that. Like training, you know, just, you know, I, I would just do it because I would be there early and I would get, you know, other people would sit there and take forever to get their, their gear on. And I'd get my gear on within like 10 minutes and be waiting with him. So I would just be practicing by myself. And that was it. And that's how it all came about. Then Johnny would see me, you know, practicing by myself and, and then having matches by myself. And then he brought that up. And today, Nick doesn't have anybody to wrestle. How about he wrestles the Invisible Man? Oh, so great. that was, you know, a good place to do it. It was, it was a fun time. I, I, I like those shows. Yeah, those shows were, they're really good. I think, I think uh, there, there were like shows like that are good. Were good to have. And I don't think they have things like that anymore. Now everybody has a show that means something. Like not to say that show didn't mean anything. It, was, it, it meant that it was entertaining to, to the people there. But it, it wasn't for the the, the 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 crowd to buy tapes later on. It was for us to entertain the people that were there then and there, um, and and learn. And back then, like not every show was tape. A lot right. of times, the only tape you had from it was somebody. Somebody's horrible, horrible angle of, of a hard cam, you know, far away. Um, and that was just so you can you can watch what you did and see how you can do better next time. It wasn't made to be produced to be sold. And wrestling was so much better back then because you had those matches. And you would wrestle three and four times a week on matches, I mean, on, on shows. And it would be okay if you messed up on two or three of those shows because it wouldn't be out there to be traded around forever or, or, or everybody to watch and see how bad you messed up. Right, and, nobody saw it. Yeah, because nobody saw it. It was just the only video that was there was just so you could learn from yourself. Right. The other thing that sucked was when there was something awesome that happened, there was no, like a horrible video of it or something. Did you get camera. that on camera? That's no, what, I that's missed it. Sucked. Damn. Yeah, oh, yeah, I missed it. So, but then now, like, everything has to be taped and, and all that. And I, I think that's, like, part of the problem. I think that everybody wants to put on their A game. Right. All the time. Like we, we and have, sometimes uh, there's this thing called IWTV now, and watch it. And like, was I on that show? Was I there? I don't remember. I talking to Mike. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't talk oh, to Mike. This old stuff or this new stuff? That's well, there's there's this thing called independent wrestling television. You have a lot of yeah. old so stuff I'm on there. Going back and like watching. There's PWF stuff on there. There's some pro wrestling unplugged stuff. Um, back when I was rapping for ECWA. Getting super kicked by Sean Carr. Um, oh. Yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. It's called IWTV. There's a lot of old like CZW stuff. Is it, an app? Is, that, is it an app or IWTV.com? It's an app. It's, it's an app. Okay. Um, put in Leapfrog. Put in Leapfrog. It's you like get ten bucks a month. You get a, you get yeah. a couple of weeks free or something like that yeah. or something like that. Leapfrog. Leapfrog. That's a lot of stuff. Right. You're probably on there. Yeah, I bet you're on there. I'll take a look. I'll go, hey, if, hey, I'm on the WWE network, so oh, I know. know it'd be awesome if I'm also on IWTV. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like my brother, my brother yeah. posted the other night. He's like, "One more show on the WWE Network with me on it because they they put on Evolve One and Two, and Mike wrapped on both uh, those shows." Oh, really? Yeah, check it out. Oh, every okay. once in a while, he, he he sends me a video of one of my matches, and he's like, "Oh man, I didn't know you wrestled these people." I'm like, "Neither did I." <laughs> when was this? Where was I? 
<laughs> when did this happen? You know, like so many times, it's just like I don't remember stuff, and I don't know if it's I did so much, and like, or it's now my brain's starting to go. I, I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what the what the thing was. You know, what the reason was. I don't remember because the memories of it is not having those memories of of these things, these matches I'm watching. I still have no recollection of the match even happening. Right. That, that's what that's what really stinks because especially back then, like that he sends it to me because it was like cyberspace stuff a lot and those were such great times I remember I was wrestling all the time I don't think I had a regular job I think I was just wrestling at that time and I was just always having such a great great time with, with life and the fact that I I don't remember those matches really hurts my heart to know that I, uh, there's so much stuff I don't remember from back then um, and, I, and even if I watch a video it doesn't jog my memory and, and that's that's a bad thing and, and like I said I don't know if it's like brain damage from concussions or if it's just that's what happens when you get older just you just forget things you know because i'm 40 now i'm not 20 anymore so i don't remember as much i, I don't know wish i knew so i, I just i just i sent a message to a friend of mine and um because like i remembered somebody wrestled a visible man or a broom or something i can't remember what it was and it mm-hmm. was you i was at that show oh. at the school yeah he was supposed to take on scotty vandal but nick was late to the show uh, so that's where he did the whole you, you texted carboni didn't you yes because i remember there was somebody on the show because mark smart was um brian was there too because yes i was there remember the tv gen no i don't remember anything i just remember carboni's match and i remembered his match who did carboni work he went into a six-man match scotty vandal Scotty Vandal? Yeah, he went by I, I know that name. Yeah, he, Paul Carboni. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Uh, I grew up with him. Nick yeah. knows George as well. Oh, yeah. Billy Bax. Nick's oh. Bax worked for PW. Not PW um, yeah, he worked for PWF with us. Yeah, I I, I knew Bax and Carboni and Socha for a long time. I, I walked. I remember the first time I worked for PWF. I walked in. Mike's like, "You're ringing out tonight." Like, really? Go, okay. Carino's like writing everything down, and then I see George. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, me, I'm working. I'm like, me too. Okay, let's go in the locker room. Funny, funny, funny thing. He, um, go ahead. He, uh, he was, I think he was, I think we went to DC together for SummerSlam, and he didn't have a suit, so I, I had to give him a suit to wear um, for uh, his uh, for pay-per-view that we got booked on. <laughs> I remember that. Suit and tie. So I remember that. that was uh, funny. Okay. That was funny. It was, uh, but, um, yeah. Hey, DB. Yes, what's up? What are you doing this Saturday? March 27th. I'm going to drive my car around the world. Well, why don't you come to Marydale, Delaware? Where's that? In Delaware. Where's that? Marydale. To the Marydale Firehouse. Oh. And come see DCW Wrestling. Oh. It is the Rumble for Glory show, which is their... Main stage show? Main stage show, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a guy on the show. Oh, there's a guy? Yeah. What kind of guy? And... Is he a cool guy? Well, he, he's he pretty awesome damn cool. Guy? He he kicked me in the face the one time, but it's okay. He apologized for it. Um, so say hi to Ethan Essex. Oh, I know him. Yeah, you want to say hi to him? Oh, hi. He's on the phone right now. How you doing, Ethan? Hey, what's going on, guys? (laughs) March 27th, live from the Marriott, Delaware. W Wrestling proudly presents And we have Ethan Essex. Ethan Essex was on to talk about his match event with the DCW World Champion, Ron Palquin. Get it going. Let's get it going. Uh, uh, You've been aware. Uh, Keener, I mean, you've definitely been aware. You were (laughs) slightly involved in some of my shenanigans. Dude, uh, you you used last time. Trying to get No Limit Championship. Actually clawed and worked for that thing uh, with the help of Drake. You know, I mean, it, it came down to it came down to you know Drake and I saying like whatever it takes to get from Dave Reed. Doesn't matter who gets it, just anybody but Dave Reed. And uh, here we are now. For whatever rhyme or reason, I've been awarded a DCW championship. Um, I don't know about this. I I feel like I'm walking. not sure. That's what it is. I've been training hard. I'm right from there. So how how was it since like this whole like coding? How was it? How how was it with you and trying to again? Um, it's it, it, to be honest, it's been really hard to watch a proper crowd. Agreed. Um, for everything we do in the ring there's, has a rhyme and a reason for why we do said things and it's to elicit a response from the crowd um so it's been really hard for me to sit here and watch a match and be like psychology at times thrown completely out the window because you have nothing to gauge um your you know nothing to gauge your actions off of because you have no crowd uh now that the crowd comes in for the very first time 
Oh, um, great analogy. <laughs> I am. I, I, I'm chopping at the bit, ready to go. I am ready to kick Ron's face clear off of his head. Um, I've been uh, getting back into training. It wasn't really hard, you know. I mean, there was a little ring rust there, but uh, you know, it's, it's it's like riding a bike, man. You just hop on, you just keep going, and just everything comes back. Um, what was the last yeah. DCW show? What? Out there. That was a, that was just about a year ago, a little little more than a year ago. Now it was last February, um, and that was where I won the BCW No Limits Championship. It was the one where you kicked me in my head. Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, was was that the one I kicked you in the head? Yeah, you kicked me in the head. That was the one where because I, I I think I kicked Drake out of the ring and I was in the corner and I got moved out of the way or something and. You haluba kicked me. Dude, you know he was talking in tongue on the way home? I didn't understand one thing. So I put Disney music on, and he was singing Little Mermaid. It was amazing. That kick took him out. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Knock some loose. I want to be where the people are, too. Dude, there's a punk version. I'll just send it to you. Yeah, and sometimes uh, Dave's over here, like, having nightmares. And he's like, ah. Oh, God. Oh, Gosh, that kick is amazing, man. Yeah, my jaw was still hurting after that. So Ron's going to feel that. That Ron's going to feel well, that. Dude, next time, watch where I'm going. Come on. Hey, geez. I tried. <clears throat> but plus side, he did apologize for kicking me. So we're good there. Yeah, I mean, I, I apologize. I bought you a beer after like you're supposed right. to do. Hey, ref, sorry. Here's a beer. Here's good. a shot. You know, right. gave, gave you a smack on the ass, sent you on your way. Yeah. I mean, good Jameson guy. But you... <clears throat> You were acting a little bit weird on the way home. Yeah. Well, because Ethan tried to get me drunk. Somehow, somehow he was trying to take the front seat of driving. He doesn't have a license. No. He was trying to scare me. I'm like, dude, other side, other side. We're not in England. Go on the other side. He's just got to watch that finger. That's all. We're good. What finger? (laughs) On that note, this is a family (laughs) show. I didn't know you were going to do that. Dancing and Ugh. nothing to see here. Just move along. Just move along. Move. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. Format? What format? Yeah. <laughs> right out the window. Who cares about formats? We're calling mm. it in the ring, baby. Hey, I'm okay with that. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I hope you're not res- uh, refereeing this match because I don't want him to kick you in the head again. Me too. Soon you're going to call we'll, him like Billy. And you're we'll, going to call we'll him let, Bob. Uh, we'll let Hank ref that match. Okay, cool. We'll let him. Good. Yeah. All right. See, your brother wouldn't have got hit kicked in the head. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so that's maybe. this Saturday, March 27th, live from the Marydale Firehouse in Marydale, Delaware. Bell time is 7 p.m.? Correct. 7 p.m. Okay. Yeah, doors open at 6. Uh, doors open at 6. Bell time's at 7. Uh, I do know tickets are going fast from last I heard uh, for the simple fact that, I mean, it's limited capacity, you know, right. because of COVID reasons and such. Um, nobody in Delaware has had live entertainment. DCW is going to nope. be one of the very first, um, not just professional wrestling companies, but one of the very first entertainment companies in the entire state to uh, bring live entertainment to the people of Delaware. Um, so tickets are going really fast. Anybody listening in the, in, um, to the podcast, I would go to dcwwrestling.com, uh, look up Dynamite uh, DCW Wrestling on Facebook, uh, anywhere through there. You can find me on Facebook, Ethan Essex. Uh, I got links on there for tickets to the show, um, but they are going fast. They are a hot commodity. Oh, you get you got us tickets? A hot commodity. Wait, Chris Hammerick's oh, yeah. there? No, oh, did yeah. you get did you did you get our tickets? What? I thought you got the tickets. No, I didn't get any tickets yet. We'll figure it out. I'm driving you there. I know. We'll figure it out. It'll you be okay. To, you need to get three. Two. George can buy his own. Yeah, it's like I'm dealing with it. dumb and dumber. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, we are buying his ticket. So once again, that's Marydale Firehouse in Marydale, Delaware. How much are the tickets? Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. You better. You better do something. Kids under three are free. George, if you could shrink down, you're free. Wait, 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 wait. You guys are awesome. I'll see everybody this Saturday night, uh, March 27th, once again, Mary Del Delaware, DCW Pro Wrestling. Saturday, April 24th, 2021, coming to you live from the H2O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey, Stan Styles proudly presents to you Intergender Bonanza 8. Tickets are on sale now. They are only $30. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. and bell time is 8. The runway will take on Jeff Cannibal and... And a mystery partner, Sean Henderson, will take on Kennedy Copeland. Dan Styles will go one-on-one with Ava Everett. Marcus Mathers will take on Zoe Sky. This and much, much more, April 24th, live from the H2O Center, Intergender Bonanza 8. I was 
king. I was the king of giving people their first match. Yeah. I um, I really was. I, like in in place, not the first match ever wrestling, but like in CZW, like that was. I was like the guy. You, you came in, you had a match with me, and you know, then 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 you know, you start on the roster. You know, if, if things go well, because if you can't have a good match with me, then you know, John knew not the book. And not that's not everybody, but that was like people who he was just trying to take a look at, and um, you know, so like quite a few people came through me, and I, I felt bad actually one time. Uh, there was a guy from New York. He was uh, part of the crew with the SAT. He wasn't one of the SAT guys, but his name was Boogaloo, and um, I had, it, it was... We were, well, we were running in New Jersey at the time, and I had just wrestled at the ECW Arena for Jersey All Pro, and I had a concussion uh, from Locate. Surprise! Um, <laughs> so then uh, I showed up, and I had to wrestle, and I just didn't know anything. I, and everybody knew. Everybody's looking at me like, "Dude, you're, there's something wrong with you." And I said, "No, no, I'm fine." You know. Then after I told them, you know, who I wrestled and how everything was and all that, and they knew. They knew what was going on. It was like very shortly after that, then we weren't allowed to do double shots with Jersey All Pro wrestling. And then that caused that started the heat between Jersey All Pro and CCW because I, you know, because I, I showed up with a concussion. <laughs> but, oh. you know. It is what it is. Yeah. Oh, right. And I felt bad. I felt bad for Boogaloo because I don't think he, he ever got used again in CCW. And it's my fault. And I, I didn't have to that. You know, it was just, you know, sometimes I would I would mess up a spot here and there. It was very rare, but I didn't have bad matches with him. It was it was a very bad match, but it was just All right. something I could do about it. I, so we're going to play a little game with you. Oh, it's a game. It's a game. Really, it's a, it's a yeah. non-wrestling game. So we don't. Good. So we'll make it a little fun. You know I mean? Sometimes like people are like, oh, gosh, this is crazy. But like, it's simple. Stuff, you know what I mean? We like to have fun. Yeah, we like to have fun. Yeah. We, I love messing with Dave over here, and it's the fun part of it all. So I'm going to, I got a list of things, and I'm going around like this. You hear that noise? That's a little piece of paper. I thought that was your head. Oh, it is my head. Like, it's 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 fun, you know what I mean? It's a fun game, you know what I mean? Right, so, so Dave, do you want me Dave, to do the voice? Oh, Dave, you're always doing the voice. <laughs> do the voice all day long, please. Come on, give it to us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the five questions of doom. So the reason why I say doom is because they're crazy questions. Question number one. What TV show do you stream? What TV show do I stream? Ooh. Um, honestly... <laughs> You're gonna laugh. It's um Primetime Wrestling from nineteen eighty six at the moment is what I've been streaming. That's that's my T V show that I've been streaming. That and Chappelle show now. I've been I I am streaming those two. Oh that's awesome. But, so those those are my two <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to give a wrestling answer, but that that was my those are my two things. I do my cardio to um to WWF primetime. Um I started from the very beginning. And uh, and then you know and I watch I I love Chappelle show I love comedy so uh, this Chappelle show just came back on to Netflix I, yes, I, I, I I'm I'm uh, I watched it you know from I, you know from the beginning I'm, I've been watching you know HC HC Loke does that too he like streams a match and he, that's his cardio match yeah like he yeah. does his cardio to like that match yeah but he does you know 15 20 minute matches I I do right. it for an hour yeah I do my, so <laughs> who's getting the better cardio yeah. I am Come see me. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta book that. Nick Burke versus Luke. Just, yeah, that'll be never wrestled before in my life. Yeah, great guy. Are right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Question right. number two. What decade do you want to live in? Ooh, oh man. I would say sixties. Eighties. The eighties. I, I I grew up like I was I was a kid. I was born in nineteen eighty kid. And I, I just I loved that era of when I when I was a kid. And I think I missed so much. Like like it was there mm-hmm. but I don't really I didn't understand. It. I would love to go and live it because um, that's the era that I love, um, and, and I just uh, I would love to understand what the age were about. Yeah. You know, from, I, there you go. Like me and Dave, were, we were born in the seventies. Nick's only a year younger than us, right? So we're a little <laughs> bit older than you, kid. <laughs> listen here baby you have to listen to us baby <laughs> but like I would love to go back to the 70s because how much I watched Days and Confused over and over and over again alright 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 somehow I just want to go to the moon tower and um Smack kids with a little pal. The little? The little. Pal. Is it really that little? <laughs> yeah, it's that little, yeah. Okay, give me number three. What are you doing? <laughs> He's laughing over. Stop. What the hell are you doing? 
you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what you like to do, huh? Okay. Question number three. So I'm a big fan of the show. Um, Fred or Barney? Man, Barney. 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 Yes. Barney. Yeah. He was he was a silly one. He was good. Yeah, definitely. Question number four. So I this is like this always comes up. I don't know why. No, not that one. (laughs) First concert attended. Uh, Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. It was New Kids on the Block, wasn't Uh, it? No, 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 no. But I I I remembered it, and this is probably one of the earliest one of the earliest memories I have of a as a kid. Um, it was the uh, Jackson Five reunion in I don't know if it was '83, four or five. I'm kind of thinking it was '84. Um, it was a Jackson reunion at JFK Stadium in. Philly. Um, man, I, I remember that. I, I remember falling asleep. I remember being there from the beginning, falling asleep, and then waking up to beat it when Michael Jackson was saying beat it. And wow. um, I remember that. Uh, you know, I was, I was a kid. I was very young. And uh, I remember my dad being mad that we had to go down because he worked at the Navy Yard, which he passed by all the traffic that was going there. So on his way home, he passed by, he got home and the first thing he said to my mom was, man, there's so much traffic. Thank God we don't have to deal with that. Oh. And then my mom said, well, we got tickets <laughs> to the concert tonight. Uh, we're going, <laughs> my, dad was, my dad was not too happy. Uh, yeah. But, you know, my dad was always down for a good time. He was not happy to be stuck in the traffic, but he was happy to go and, you know, go to the concert. I, just, I, I know that. <laughs> Question number five. Okay, this is funny because he said this not the logo and I folded it out. <laughs> rabbit season or duck season? Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. I always like rabbit season better. There you yeah. go. Dude. Yeah, me too. I'm a because, uh, because he had because because bugs had the carrot to put at the edge uh, end of the, the gun so it would explode in Elmer Fudd's face all the time. It was it was good. See, yeah. Daffy Duck usually got Got caught. He usually got got. Yeah, his um, beak is upside down and inside out. And you're despicable. I am a big Daffy (laughs) Duck fan. And first time I saw like the wasn't that was it? I got I got the. Did you hear the impression? You're horrible. The Funko Pops, they had like the stuffed animal ones. And I'm like, Bugs oh, Bunny the, and Daffy Duck. I had to buy it and I went out and bought it. All right. So he was talking about that. So I, I know he's got so many of these. Has to. What? Ribs. Ribs. I like ribs. Ribs yeah. and pranks. Dude, ribs are great. Don't you love ribs with barbecue sauce on it? <laughs> Strip it right off. Oh, my, yeah. my, dude, my, my favorite one, every, in a battle royal, I would always call a spot and whip somebody off and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. I, got, I got a story. Uh, I'm out there, and I think you're one of the battle royals we had at Cades. And I'm out there, and Nick gets up in the corner, and he goes, all right, drop down, close line, miss three. And I'm looking, I'm like, what? <laughs> Nick called a full spot in the battle royal. I'm like, Me, Nick? Huh? Me? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't you that called a full spot in the Battle Royale? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I, that's what I did. That's, that's one of my things. I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I would, it would, like, Battle Royals for so many people were, like, so important. And I looked at it as an opportunity just to goof off. And I felt bad that other people really, really got into it. And I was taking it as a joke. I felt bad, but it didn't stop me from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> dude. That is great. one thing I always wanted to do was I always wanted to get somebody to put um like Nate hatred would always get people to put hot stuff on their back on his back and I would always try to get the person like touch his own balls right after <laughs> never it never worked never worked but imagine that like hot stuff is like icy hot uh-huh. you know but in a spray and imagine you know Nate hatred just actually do that you did it you're a new guy. Then you go, for some reason, you touch your balls. Imagine how bad that's got to feel. Oh, that happened to me before with the icy hot stuff. So I by accident go, what the hell? And then I'm jumped in the shower and I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? It's funny. Because, and that makes me even worse. Oh, yes, it did. You you would see Nate out there. The winner spreads it around. Nate looking all mean and angry and everything else in the makeup. He get in the back. Now Nate was a really cool guy. I was so out of shape. Never played football in a long time. And you still there. don't play football. What are you talking about? No, this was a long time ago. I played football with a bunch of people. And I got home and then like play, my whole body was so sore. Man. And yeah. then I put the ice hot all over my body and then I hit my balls and boom. I was like, what the fuck? So you did the Seth Rogen thing from uh, yeah, sure. Zach and Mary? Yeah. We got it on the taint. Oh, yes. Everything. Oh, my gosh. And jumped in the shower, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I died. <laughs> and George is laughing over there. 
I, I would never lie place. about anything that happened to me. I'm not I was like uh, calling people up. Like back in the day, we used to, used to be able to do this. Now you can't. Do like, like a jerky boy type of thing? And, well, no, like booking people on shows. Booking people on shows that like they would never get on. <laughs> just, you, know, you never call and tell them that, that it was a joke. It's just, you know, like you're, you know, you take long car rides and stuff. And, you know, like, you, you know, what, what are you going to do? And then, you know, people have other people's phone numbers. So oh, they have the phone. And I know somebody that. Did that. I know somebody that did that. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that's always a good one. We would go on the always road and be like, one. "Hey, let's just call George, just randomly." Oh, I do that to George all yeah. the time. But hey. the best, the best is me when they call, like somebody calls oh, somebody me. Somebody calls Salon and we're like doing two different voices. No, I had, <laughs> I had somebody call me the other day. <laughs> George is done, <laughs> and like You're here. I, I made a character up, and like the dude goes, "Is this Dave?" And I'm like, "No, this is Sam." And like he goes, "Oh, Sam, what?" I'm Sam Brockawaka. Braka Waka? Braka Waka. And it worked, too. And he asked me, how do you spell it? I'm like, Braka Waka. Sounds how it sounds. So is that like how you spell Hasanada um, <laughs> Pimola? Yeah, whatever. Like, the dude, uh, like, he was trying to there sell me, he's trying to sell me um, shorts. And I'm like, um, okay. And then kept it going, going. Gave him information that wasn't true. And he asked me where I lived. I was like, in, what was it? George, what was this? Um, Keypay France? No, I didn't do Keypay France, but I. <laughs> Mr. I can't remember. It was. It just went on, and he asked me um, email address and all that, and then it's like I gotta go. Blah blah blah. And so you just he made shit me, up on the spot. Yeah, I made shit up on the spot, like I always do. And then out for nowhere, he calls me back another day, and I start talking. I'm seven years old. I'm old. Blah blah blah. Seventy. Seventy. I'm seventy years old. Okay, yeah. not seven. Not, not seven. And then like um. And we talking, George is laughing over here because he knows it's like the dumbest thing ever happened. But it we kept on going. And then I was like, I got to go, blah, blah, blah. And hung up because I was instant cart. <laughs> um, and um, me and George walking around the store. And, and then recently, um, I get a phone call. I'm going home. And he goes, is Sam there? I'm like, oh, Sam died. <laughs> and he goes, how did he die? I'm like. I don't know. He just died. He's seven years old. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Who are you? I'm like, I'm just a friend. I just took his phone, getting all his funeral arrangements getting done. Who he are goes, you? And he goes, do you think he Who needs assurance? Are you? He goes, do you think he needs assurance for a burial? I'm like, no, he just did a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, um, I hung, and then he hung up the phone. I get a call back on the next day. And then he goes, no, my friend talked to Sam the other day. I'm like, what? He's dead. How did he die? I'm like, he just died. He's 70 years old. And they haven't called me back. I can't wait. Oh, go ahead, George. George. My favorite one was when the guy called you for, I guess it was insurance or whatever. And he goes, hi, I'm Luigi. You go, no, I- no, it's Mario. <laughs> now he was like, hi, this is Mario. And he goes, no, hi, Mario, I'm Luigi. <laughs> No, the best was we're in the car, me and you, and somebody calls us out, sell you tires or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're going back and forth doing two different voices. Person's like, oh, what the hell? Because it's two different people. And the lady's like thinking that the person's talking to himself. I like doing stuff to fuck with people. <laughs> so I need to record this stuff. Yeah. I don't have time to do that. Uh, okay. Um, pet peeves in the business. Okay. You got any pet peeves? Me? Yeah, you. Pet peeves. Yeah, pet peeves in the business. Oh, man. Pet peeves in the biz. Um, Too now, many. Uh, just uh, people not knowing how to spell correct. Mm, That's my that biggest one. pet peeve. Um, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like they're on TV and they're not knowing how they don't know how to spell correct. Uh, what are you doing on TV? All scenarios. Um, you know what I mean? You know, like you know, the story doesn't make sense because you know you didn't take the time out to learn your craft. All scenarios didn't really in that spot. much and got up from a big spot. Hey, 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 dude! That ball shot to um Christine. Uh, was it Christy? Wasn't right, but okay. I am a big Austin Aries fan. He did that on purpose. Yeah, I know. Table of five. Table of five. Table of five. So you're at a table and you're the fifth one. You can put four more people at your table whoever you want wrestlers actors anybody people that you know people that passed people away on the street. anybody who you want to sit at the table you can have george at the table i, I, don't, I don't think you would do that though. five people no you're, well, you're, you're the, the fifth, fifth person so you got four people know, and you four, so there's four other people there's five right people. Yeah. oh man good one right that's tough <laughs> yeah yeah that's a really tough one living right. live or dead don't matter um i want um hmm, burt kreischer okay Ooh, i get to work with him you do? Yeah, Bert, take, take Bert, me with you. Bert um, came into the concert 
at Citizen Bank Park. We had this driving series, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I I was doing that, security right? for that. Yeah, I was in the uh, VIP, and he uh, drove like right past me. I'm like, uh, Brett Kreischer coming in. Like I was that guy, uh, I was the security guy. Let him in. Yeah. I thought you said you are working with him this summer. No, no, I worked with him last summer. I, I let him in the VIP entrance. And you could have yeah. done that for me. Thanks a lot. Not when I was working with the high ups. Dude, you could have said, let him in. Maybe Richards. Let it roll. I felt it's Brett Kreischer, Jim Norton, because I just I I, I like his his take on everything. Yes. So I like the, the I like the funny the funny that that, that Burke Kreischer brings and the Jim Norton take, no matter whether it's funny, which it always does round about the funny or just like super on point and and correct. Um, uh, definitely those two. I mm-hmm. would I would like and and now see what sucks is like I don't think that Stone Cold Steve Austin would would, would gel well with either of them. So um, I so I have to take Stone Cold Steve Austin off the table. Okay. But but I got I I I I would like to put a, a, a wrestler on there. Okay. And I. Because I would like to have two different, two other, two wrestlers who, but I, but the thing is, the problem is I don't think that, that any wrestler that I can mention would, would gel well with those two at the, for the table of five. So I might not be able to put wrestler, the wrestlers. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, you know who would actually be re- really, really good with, with it right there? Um, Jeff Jarrett would yeah. be really good with that. I'll go with Jeff. Jeff has, he has such good stories and like, I don't think I had enough time, you know, with him just, you know, to, to hear, some of his personal stories and stuff, just like his things about life, and you know they're not my stories to tell, but stories about life um, that nobody would would really would really understand uh, or or think come from him the way he views and says things. Um, just like you know, he's a different person than other people I presumed him to be, and uh, you know, like I, I I I, but his his real funniness stuff will come out, and I think that because of that, because we would have Jeff Jarrett there, I, I think we have to have Owen Hart. That is awesome. And and I think that that those four together to be able to talk about things and then bring stuff out of each other, I think would be just a, a great, great table. Um, you know, so yeah. See, I met, uh-huh. I, I met. Uh, sorry about that. I was writing down your picks. Sorry. Um, okay. So um, I met Jeff Jarrett um, at Icons, and dude, that was the first person I wanted to meet. And the only question I asked him, I was like, how was it to work with Michael J. Fox? <laughs> Life with Mikey. Yes. That's the only thing I asked him. Didn't ask him about any questions about wrestling. I just asked him about working with Michael J. Fox. Don't know why. But... I never knew he wrestled. I never knew he worked with him. Yeah, it was yeah, Mike. Did he wear a mask in that movie? Yeah, he wore a mask in that movie. Jerry Lawler and him in the ring. And... Oh, they both had a mask. Yeah, they took the kids to a wrestling show and then... Um, they picked up um, Michael J. Fox and spin him around and do all yeah, that he stuff. He took an airplane spin. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I did not know that. I'm a movie buff, so... Um, yeah, the movie was called Life with Mikey. What movie was that? Life with Life Mikey. Life with Mikey. Yeah. Right, him and that. Nathan Lane and Cindy Lauper. Yeah, it's a good movie. It, it's a good... It's a lesson on Michael J. Fox. Movie, yeah, it's, but... it's a good movie. Not a great movie. No. I'm not going to go, oh, check this movie out, but I just wanted to know how it was working with Michael J. Fox. I'm a big Michael J. Fox fan. Dude, I love the... We'll film. talk about that on the second show. I like Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but I like um, Flatliners. Flatliners? No, it's not Flatliners. No, Flatliners. Frighteners. Frighteners, yeah. yeah. Flatliners is Keanu Reeves. No, not Keanu. Keith Sutherland. Keith Sutherland. See, you're messing me Moving on. What, should, what do you want to talk about? There's a lot of no- names on this list. What, this list? No, no, this list right up here. You got a lot of this list. What about Geek Out Moment? <laughs> yeah. You ever have a Geek Out Moment? Um, yeah, like, 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 where you, like where you mark out for... Yeah, yeah mark out moment, yeah. Like, I was at the... Uh, I, I, I forget what the Discovery Show was. I did. So, all the time, but I mean, but in 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 um, WWE, I really didn't show it. I'll tell you about when I when I did, and I shouldn't have. This is like the worst time to show it. Um, my uh, I was at in the VIP section doing Made in America when Pearl Jam was headlining. It was the first the first um, thing. Pearl Jam is my favorite band, so I was oh, in the Pearl VIP Jam. section, and um, it was the it was the very end of the night, and Pearl Jam's playing with Jay Z. Um, Jay Z singing Ninety Nine Problems with with the Pearl Jam, and right next to me is Beyonce. Ooh. Like, I could put my arm out and my arms around her. Wow. Like, that we are that close. And I realized it and I just took out my phone so I take pictures of her. And it was the dumbest thing I could have done because she just felt like an idiot. Like, you're in VIP. And, and my cousin was right there, like, told me, like, you know, don't do not do that here. And I told her, I'm fine. I, I, you know, I've been around all my idols dozens of times. You know, I'm fine. I don't act that way. And my cousin's watching me. And, and, and I did it. My, my, my cousin's a VP of uh, Live Nation. So okay. she's really, like, 
like that's how that's you know how I got my into the VIP section stuff. And she told me not to do that because you know one of her clients you know that she was working with that you know the whole weekend. And I'm sitting there pulling out my picture, my camera, taking pictures of her after my cousin told me not. But like, what was I gonna do? Be <laughs> I would. <laughs> she just got done singing singing a um a, a song with Eddie Vedder on the stage, and, and she came over and said right next to me like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that so that was that was my big my big like you know moment that I did that night. I never did it to any any wrestler. Never, never did. Once for me was really cool. I'm at. I, yeah. I forget which one it was, but it was the one where it was Carino versus Dusty in the bull rope match. Uh, this story again. Yeah. And I was just talking to Carino. Dusty walked up and said, hey, can we go over this? Like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and walk away now. Steve's like, all right, I'll see you back. And he was in there for 15 to 20 minutes in the bathroom. No. And it was cool. No, well, my son had a good one. We were off the crazy Steve last year, right? Yeah. He, and he was chatting with him. My son Anthony was sitting there talking to Billy Gunn for a little bit. The last icons while he was watching the table. And Billy walks over, throws trash out next to him. And Billy goes, you just going to sit there like a lump on the log all day? Anthony looks up at him and goes, yep. And then sits back down. <laughs> Um, no, it was kind of cool. Um, Billy Jack Haynes walking over to us. Yeah. At Icons and started talking to us. Ron Simmons, too. Yeah. We were talking to Ron for a little bit. Yeah, Ron was he just was asking cool. me about no the whole time. I wonder if Nick Ron knew his mom. Ron's a good guy. Yeah. What? Mm. Oh. Um, now that I just heard a click in my, um. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. All right. We good? Um, road trips. I love road trips. Road trips. Um, oh, God. I, I, Here comes the story. So, I like the rib Dave over here on road trips. My favorite thing is, like, he loves playing with my radio. I have a set music list going on. I'm like, change it again in the car now. And he changes it. So, yep. like, one on the way home, I changed it to Muppet Music. <laughs> we had every single song going on all the way home. And 1.30 then, in the morning. 1.30 in the morning. And then I changed it to Disney Music. Just to rib him. And his kids are in the back going, oh, man, do we get to uh, I'm hearing, let it go. Let it go. Oh, <laughs> Oh, shit. Yes, I do want to let That's go. That's the worst. Yes. <laughs> that is the worst. So I do this. Yeah. Don't touch my way home. Yes. On the way home from a show, nonetheless. Way home, the way home is like the worst. Like, that's just like, you don't even want to be there. It's like, I, I just, I want to be home. Yeah. And, and, and I can't be home because I have to take this trip home. Yeah, that's just the worst. I want to go home, shower, and go to bed. I remember when, um, like, uh, we would go long trips to the main bar. Dude. He would always get us booked down south. I, I, I hated getting booked down south. Like, drive, he would get us booked, both of us, so that we would have to drive. Because very rarely would they would they fly us anyplace, you know? So, like, especially him. They wouldn't fly him. Um, not to say he wasn't worth it, but it's just he wasn't worth it. So, anyway, he would get us booked down south. I mean, we'd have to drive. So, we would get a loop going, and it would be, you know, a, a loop down, but we would never, never be able to get a loop back up. Um, I guess people didn't really run on Mondays and Tuesdays, um, you know, for, for for the way back up. So anyway, um, the way the, the way back up, uh, back home would, would just suck all the time. And he would constantly just fall asleep. He would say, all right, I'll drive, then you drive, then I'll drive, then, I'll, then you drive. And he would always do his first drive. An hour later, he'd say he's too tired. i take over and i drive the rest of the way, like all the fucking time. It would, that, that's what he would just do. He was old, and he just, he would sleep, sleep. And then I would, I would want to listen to music. He bitch about that it was like the worst driving back with him driving to uh, you know driving there would be fine i mean we'd stop anyway we'd leave on like wednesday and have a couple shows and then yeah so it wasn't that bad you know and but it just it was just horrible on the way back because it would be a good anywhere from 12 to 15 hour ride back home and it was just horrible <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible oh yeah. So, yeah but 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 road trips generally are, are, are great on the way down way back no fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on where we're going, because going to Maryland for MCW, those are fun road trips. Getting in there and then the three hours back, that's tiring. See, Nick needs to yeah. hang out with us and do a road trip on the way home. He goes, I'll have some fun. Hey, hey, we can hang out with some of his boys because he still knows Devin and uh, Drew. So, he did. Uh, yeah, of course. I did a road trip with them. And Frankie. And Frankie. I did a road trip with them three and it was fun because Frankie was nice enough to help us out and meet some boys up in New Jersey. Jersey and magic. magic and it was kind of cool and I met Drew and Drew loves me now I don't know why but yeah. I remember I'm, I'm that fan I, I saw Drew for the first time a couple months ago saw him again we were at the H2O Center and I looked at him and I'm like no offense bro I don't remember you being that short he's like shut the fuck up man 
we were we were. Oh, uh, he's a midget. He's, <laughs> he's he's just a couple inches taller than a midget. That's it. Right. We, Still a great guy. Great friend. We were at Stan um not Stan Stott, um Sean um Henderson's show, and like somebody went back there and was like, oh, there's two fans out there um want to talk to you, and he comes out and he goes, they're not fans. <laughs> and I'm like, where? What are you talking about? I was like, oh, I'm not a fan now. Awesome. Like, I made that list. Family. So, um, favorite match you've been in in on? Favorite match that I've ever been in on. That's a tough one to say because, um, like the, my my favorite match that I've ever had, uh, it was all because of the crowd reaction the whole entire time. Um, and it wasn't anything spectacular. It was a simple opening card match. It was um, in Newark, New Jersey for Ricky O. And it was me versus Dave Greco. Mm. And the whole place was packed. And the crowd was just biting on everything we did from the beginning. They just wanted wrestling. And it, it was hard to walk back to the to the locker room because they flooded the entranceway. Um, it was just awesome. It was so, it, it, like you like you could yell spots and still couldn't hear. Um, you know, we called everything on the fly. It, it, like, Well, we, we had a basic idea, but we didn't really have to call anything. We kind of knew what each other did. Dave Greco didn't do anything. And I could, you know, like I could do things or I could not do anything. I worked his style. And it was very simple and basic. It was the simplest, most basic format of a match with the most basic, simple moves. Like you knew, like you just knew what was coming if, if you knew the old school way. But we didn't really have to call except for like he took a powder to the outside. And I kind of wanted to do something, and very well may have been your brother who was, who was rapping. I, I don't know, and I remember awesome. screaming to him, to, to Greco, and, and he wasn't turning around. Like, what's coming next? And and, and it was just a thing with you know, bring like a, a hard way type of thing. But you know, I was trying, and I was, and he wasn't paying attention or, or he wasn't reacting. So I tell the ref, and then the ref had to, had to go and tell him. It was just so old school with doing that because you know you never use the ref uh, these days. You know, um, I, I I did, but like you know, it was just that that whole entire thing. It just felt so old school. I loved it. It was awesome. So that was probably my favorite match ever that I was a part of, just because of the, the feel. You know. So this is my last question until Dave has a game for you. And, game? Um, you have yeah, a game? Yeah, I got a game. Yeah, I got so a my game. my next question. I love my last question. I love this question. question. It's the best advice you've been given or you have given. I still go back. I love Corey Castle's advice. Oh, I love Corey Castle. Don't be 12. I use it all the time. I use it to all don't the kids. Be don't, don't be 12. Don't be 12. Yeah, we had Corey on the show, and he, his advice was don't be 12. I use yeah. that now, too. It's a crazy part. Well, I mean, well, there's, a, there's advice that I use now, and it actually came from a movie called Wonder, which is really you know showing that I'm a different person than I used to be, but... The, the advice is if you had the, the choice to choose between being right and being kind, always choose kind. Um, and I say that now, and I wish I would have lived that way my whole entire life, but I say that now just because looking back at, at, at all the times that I could have been kinder to somebody but chose to be right, and I never had the opportunity to just say, hey, I don't care if I was right. I'd, I'd, I'd rather you know, be kind to you right now because, you know, those people are no longer here. So I, I wish that I, that I would have lived that. So that, that would be my advice that I get. I just, um, I you just know. wrote that down. So. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, just thought, but, um, I, I just thought of a wrestling gimmick after you saying that. Uh-oh. Like, my name, uh-uh. my name is Earl. Just go back and, like, sit on Apologize to everybody. I don't know why, but that'll be funny, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you beat them in the ring or something and just, like, I just gave it back to you. I'm being kind. You know what I mean? So you want to do yeah. like a whale and mercy gimmick? No, more more of a, my name is Earl. Just be be that guy. Oh, yeah, you you know. don't look like Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee. Oh, I don't look like him. No, no shit, I don't look like him. <laughs> but that would be an awesome gimmick, just going back and just trying to give back and being choosing kind. That would be funny. Try and be kind, yeah. Yeah. My my always my my favorite advice was given by Walt Disney. No, what is that? Don't be 12? No. <laughs> if... You go back and you watch one of the most underrated Disney movies called The Meets of Robinsons. Okay, I know it. Okay. I don't have, I got small hands, big head. I'm just str- sure this plan was thought out right. Oh, what, what's the what's the advice? Keep moving forward. I no matter, no matter what yeah. happens in life, you may fail, but with failure, you learn. Yes. And you learn to keep moving forward. I use when that you time. succeed, you don't learn as much. Yes. So you keep moving forward. Yeah, I use that a lot. Keep learning as you fail. So that's always my advice. Yes, yeah, so we're failing right now. How are we failing? So, um, I don't know. 
Okay? All right. All right, cool. All right. Okay, this is D.B. Richards. I'm Dave Keener. We've been talking to Nick Burke. And thank you for coming on the 23rd Wrestling Podcast. And we'll see you in the, in ring. the ring. You're listening to the absolute worst podcast ever. The 2300 Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by D.B. Richards and Dave Keener. This is the shit.